Angel, thank you for doing this podcast. It's a real pleasure. We did want one before, but then we decided not to use that so much. We're going to do this, and we're starting over again. So it means we know each other a little bit better. But do you want to explain how we met, or do you want to explain, or do you want me to explain how we met? Yeah. Okay, because I think I was the one that first, I, I approached you. Yes, exactly. Okay, because there's another woman at the club. Mm-hmm. Both of you are very similar in complexion. Yeah. And because of that, I thought that it was you because we're wearing the mask. I thought right. it was her. Right. And I, to you and I look at you, but you told me that happens to you a lot of times. Yeah. And then you said, I'm not who you think I am, <laughs> yeah. but you look just like my brother. Yeah. And I said, I look like your brother. How's that happen? And also, when I was setting up last time, when we did the podcast before, it isn't going to be aired, you said, that's just like your brother. You yeah. thought I was going to take a camera and just have the two of us in it going like this, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and I put out all the cameras and everything. Yeah, I mean... Is that it pretty was, much it? That's pretty much it. I mean, for me, it, it kind of blew me away because mistaken identity on two counts. Mm-hmm. You thought I was somebody else. I thought you were somebody else. Mm-hmm. And I just, in my head, was thinking, oh, what's Pelagio, is his name, doing in Tokyo? Tokyo, right? Oh, where are you from? And I said, oh, you know, I'm born in England to Nigerian parents. And then you said, oh. I just found out. I just found out from DNA testing that I have part Nigerian. And I was thinking, oh, dear, oh, dear. Is this a brother from another mother? <laughs> kind of thing. And You, um, have, you have brothers from another yes, mother, Yes, I you? do. I do. Because yes. you said there's how many of you in your family? There's nine in total. Nine of you, but there's only two of you from the same mother. Exactly. You and your sister. My sister. And so. the rest are, how many, how many mothers are there out there? <laughs> the ones the I know about, four. <laughs> <laughs> the ones I know about, I keep saying. So, you know, for me, when you said you were in Nigeria, I was thinking, uh-oh. And in fact, I told Bolaji, he said, oh, well, you know what our dad was like, and kind of had a laugh about it. Um, and then when we met and you were setting up your podcast, I was thinking, oh, my God, this is exactly what Bolaji would be doing. Because if we go to a family wedding, he's always there, and he's got the biggest camera, all the equipment, more than the pro, pro photographers that are there. And then I'll come up and say, look, my photo will get into this magazine. I'm like, are you going to give me, give me a day job for photography? And he was like, nah, but I just like doing it properly. And then you said sort of similar, similar thing. If I'm going to do something, I want to do it, you know, really well. So I was kind of thinking, oh, gosh, they're, really, they're not just, for me, looking. They have similar attitude to things as well. So, okay. so tell me about yourself. Um, so born in London to Nigerian parents, and right. then uni in London. Oh, number okay. seven. Number seven. Okay. My sister number eight. So there's only two that came after you. Yes. Right. Wow. Yeah. Um, and so then you went to uni in London, and, and mm. Nigerian parents are very. You'll study what you're told. And what were you with told? With some guidance. Oh, they say you have to be professional. You have to do something professional. You have to be whatever it is: engineer, doctor, lawyer, pharmacist, so dentist. What you want to be? Well, I didn't want to be any of those things, to be honest. But I thought, and I wanted to read history. And my my dad looked at me and said, "What? I'm not paying whatever the exchange rate was from naira to pound back then for you to go and study history. They don't do anything. Those students who study history, you're going to do something professional. So." Um, and decided to study pharmacy um, and was it the right decision who knows I didn't particularly want to be a pharmacist and I found out the hard way that I'd done the degree passed you know was working I hated it mm-hmm. every single minute I was like I couldn't you couldn't get me out of there quick enough mm-hmm. uh, my, my, my family would come and, and meet me or you know after work and I'd be like moaning the whole time oh it's this terrible. is in London this, this is in London, London. In London. London I finished that and then I was working I hated it and I thought, what am I going to do next? What was your social life like during that time? Oh, 
London. It was great. At did uni, I was partying the sister, whole time. Did you and your sister do a lot of stuff together? Yes and no. In the first year, she wasn't in university because I was there first. Okay. So that year, and I was in the halls of residence, I mean, mm-hmm. everything, all sorts of stuff was going down. And, mm-hmm. you know, I was in the milieu of all the action. And it was mm-hmm. right in the centre of London. Mm-hmm. And I loved it. You know, party, you know, non-stop. Central, party central. Yeah, it really was so Tommy, I've been to London before, and I tell you, that was from me going around the world. Mm-hmm. And when I got to the White Cliffs of Dover, <laughs> yes. and then once I got off, when, you know, once I came across that and got my first black cab, yeah. which Japan is, has a whole yes. lot of those for the yeah. Olympics now, yeah. I was so happy, but not for the reason some people would think. I was happy because I could not speak a single bit of any of the other languages. And it was my first time hearing English. <laughs> for the first time, I was really happy. Okay. So in England, so how was it? Where have you been in, in your life, first of all? So you went you went to uni, and after uni, you got the job. M- you got the job, then I decided this is not it. Then I oh, went and did an MBA, thinking hopefully after that I'll know what I want to do. So you did really well in school? Yeah. <laughs> Nigerian parents that are, I've got the stick. So, but did you, you, did, you, did you end up liking studying? I found it relatively easy to do, that's what I would say. It's not that I liked it, it's just that I could, you know, study for eight hours and go to the exam and pass. And still party? Yeah. You know, yeah. So, it's all right. It's all right. So, yeah. um, did you ever have the reason why I'm asking this is because I talked to some people the other day. You know what Menza is, don't you? I know Menza. What? Yeah, Menza. Menza. No, but that I never be, did that. That, that, the, the IQ test. IQ, right, IQ right. test. But I think I've done it about 100. It's not 120. It's not that high. Okay, it's only, I thought it was higher than that. I thought it was 160. I had 120, my score. Okay, okay, okay. My score. Yeah, that's, that's about average. Yeah, that's about average. average. Yeah. yeah, so. Okay. You know. So how you apply it? I guess. It's how you apply it. Okay, so after you did all your work and stuff like that, you stayed in England and then you didn't leave? No, they had an MBA. And you then part of the MBA was in was in Manchester, which is northern England, and mm-hmm. um, in Paris. And I was in Paris. I thought, oh, this is great working on the continent. I have got to get a job in, in France. Did uh, you speak French? Yes. Well, if you're in Europe, you're European, you're going to speak one of those languages. So you, so you have French? English. English. Yoruba. 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 Spanish. 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 Okay. German. German. Because your husband's Swiss German. Swiss German, yeah. Right. And what about your children? You have your son and your daughter. Do they both speak, do they speak more than... Yes, they speak fluent English. They speak fluent high German. But I bet you don't speak Swiss Yoruba. German. Uh, not yet. But they're, they're getting but they're, there. They're, they're getting, getting there. They're getting there. It's going to be hard for me to teach them that because even my Yoruba is not completely... Because you're not doing you know, it all. Yeah, yeah. It's not completely nascent. It's not completely, what should I say, mother tongue. I understand and I can speak. But you, told me that you left, but you also told me you left Nigeria when you were in your... Primary school. Primary school. Yes. So you were 11? 11, 11 yes. yeah, you told yeah, me that. Yeah, 11. Yeah. So that's a pretty good... They say by 12 years old, yeah. your emotional makeup is made. Yes. Something really traumatic has to happen to change how you are emotionally. So you really are Nigerian. Yes, for sure. And my children see it. And um, Because I, I would say you revert to type. But, you know, you're very, I'm very English. Of course, of course. You know, generally. But you, you, you had to you had to assimilate to be exactly. to feel welcome. So exactly. that's that. There goes the accent. There goes the mannerisms that wouldn't necessarily be Nigerian. Yeah. But you but know, at the same time, when it when push gets to shove, sure. yeah, I revert to type very quickly. Very My quickly. Kids say that, and sometimes when I'm cross with them. They'll 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 speak to me in a Nigerian accent. <laughs> which which one of them would you say has more of your 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 um culture in them that's the way um, I put it 
I think Joshua is more emotional than. Um, you think it's Rebecca? an emotional? Yeah, he's emotional. emotional yeah. <laughs> so, so you can't be Nigerian and not be emotional. <laughs> you can't be Nigerian and emotional. So he's really quite emotional. Um, Becca's okay. much more reserved. So, more, so she's more, more English, more Swiss. no, no Swiss, more Swiss, more Swiss German. Yeah. And she'll say, not going to show any emotion. Yeah, so she'll say, oh, I don't like all this shouting. And Joshua will say, I don't like the shouting either. But he, but he can't in. stop. But he can't stop. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What's your husband like? I'm getting oh, all in your business, but he's, that's he's Swiss. He's you know he's what, a diplomat. You know he doesn't. He tries not to lose this call often. He doesn't really lose this call that often. But sometimes it does. He looks like he's really mellow. I looked at yeah. your Facebook page. He looks yeah. like he's really mellow. He doesn't. But wouldn't you know, he have to be to be your husband? <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> otherwise, I mean, I know you a little bit. I think otherwise it'd be like two bulls in your. Exactly. Exactly. I think you've got you got to. You're right. Yeah. I think so. I yeah. think so. Somebody has to be able to sit back and say, "Okay, that's cool." Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I'm good. I know. But I think I was thinking that the other day. We were talking about it, and I said, "Listen, it was fine when we had you know normal life without COVID." And then we oh, have this right, COVID, right. this twenty-four-seven marriage. Yeah, what did you find out about that? What happened? <gasps> no, really, what did it? No, honestly, without anything else, what was it like? Did you find out that you maybe COVID wasn't such a good thing? I'm not a bit. It was interesting because I there were lots of people who were you know posting on Facebook that oh this is great the children are at home and they're you know they're doing homeschooling and blah 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 and I was like this is hell. You felt that way? Yeah, I was no, no, wait, wait, what, what, okay, what about it made you feel that way? What it was part? 24 7. It was non stop. I had my kids, you know, had to, you know, they were going to journal school, so they had to be taught. They didn't say, you know, just oh, do a little be, bit of craft. They made the parents do it? Yeah. I was but teaching, do, do you teaching have, my do you son. Have, but do you have help? Do you have help in, in your place? You don't have help, do you? Uh, no. To teach them. No, 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 but some people have. Some people actually have help. Oh no! Someone's telling me. I mean, I thought no, I no one was you. going to anybody else's yeah. house. So who are you going to ask to help? But that's true. You're right because of that. Unless they were already living, it would be different because they'd have to be part of the family already. Oh. So well, your husband was home all the time too. Home all the time too, and I. Was... But didn't he have? Didn't he stay in his little cubby? Most men will find their little section and stay in there. <laughs> he didn't do that. He did. He did. You know, I have. Um... But you kept on pulling them out. <laughs> I'm just asking. I'm just. I'm just, I just remembering. I almost want to cry. I mean, I was Did like, it was horrendous. And, and the thing is, I thought to myself, my gosh, I have a husband who's working. There's no mm -hmm. issues with money. None of this. I'm losing my job. Blah blah blah. And I'm going crazy. And you know, I had a couple of men meltdowns. I said, right, I'm leaving. <laughs> my son's going, Mom, where are you going? I said, I'm leaving. And what did he? Okay, okay. He handled that. He handled that. And if, it is. And they sort of said I came back, but um. It was, it was for me, the intensity of it all. School was, it wasn't, you know, just craft. It wasn't craft. normal school, I understand, right? It was. Everything. It you was had everything. to be there at the computer with a six-year-old, five-year-old, mm -hmm. and a nine-year-old, eight-year-old at that time, mm -hmm. doing academic work. So that I know it was primary up. school, right? Yeah, it's not difficult, true. but I can give you an example of what they asked my daughter was in kindergarten. Okay. Could you get some watercress seeds, plant them, and watch how they grow over the next Where week. Where'd she go to school? The German school. Oh, the German school. So that's the... So yeah, well, I was like, are you people kidding me? <laughs> Where am I going to find water so you, so you, <laughs> you know, lockdown. So that was one of the biggest things that happened. But how did you guys get... Where are you, where are you right now? Um, we're good. Because they're back at school. <laughs> how long did they stay out of school? How long was um, it? It was, I think, about... It started in February, March. It did, it did. It and it didn't did. go back to 2002, 2020. 
2020, and they it didn't go back. back. They didn't go back till. They went back in After June. Christmas. No, they went back no, in June. They did, but just for a little bit. And yeah, then they exactly. Had to, then it was summer vacation. Yeah, and then summer vacation. Did and you travel? Yeah, I traveled. Yeah. Where'd you go? I mean, that was the, the whole thing because it was traumatic for me, the, the homeschooling, because then I realized my son had a little bit of a learning issue. I actually think that we have it in my family because we had this delayed um, learning. Our learning. Learning. Yeah, yeah. One of them ended up in Cambridge, right? Okay. Super smart. He, he, I talked to him about it and he said, look, when we were younger, there was no danger of, of you, you know, not making it through school and then getting lost. Always it rain, okay, and getting lost in the system. You know, he wasn't yeah. studying, but what was he doing? He was out playing in the garden or in the forest near the house, running around. There was no uh, YouTube video, video games to play with. So although they weren't learning, they weren't getting distracted in a negative way. I see what you're saying, but now the distraction can be very negative. Yeah, yeah. and unfortunately, sure. also schools keep towards me. Schools, and <laughs> I, I also think schools. Um, yeah. What's the word? Um, if you have a child that's not participating, next. No, that's what they do in inner. I can tell from from experience that happens in inner city schools. But when you get into the expat community, they pretty much try to catch it. They yes. try to because you're paying a you're paying a college exactly, tuition, exactly. and they will catch it yeah. and make sure these kids make it out okay. But yes. Don't be in a big city. Exactly. If you are, they'll think that you're mentally slow. You'll yes. get jobs that parking attendants which yeah. are not glamorous exactly, whatsoever exactly and you could have an iq of 130. yeah exactly 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 just because they just they have too many kids in one place yes exactly, exactly. Not gonna give them, that's what happens anyway um so we we we're in we can't we have to get an assessed in switzerland so we leave and i leave my daughter behind that was also a bit traumatic because she was six at the time who was with oh just your husband and her. yeah and she had only been with me mainly because my she husband did his him, job right. Um, she'd never been away from me for that long and they said if you leave that you're not going to come back We want to make sure you're going for medical reasons. So you're going with your son We spoke to the Ministry of Health in Japan and they said listen you can go with your son to get treatment But if it's really medical reason then your daughter should stay with her father and he said and he said I'm saying this to you on a As a personal if your child is here, they're gonna try and unite the family. So then you have even more reason to come back that's what the official at the Ministry oh. of Health said. He said, I would recommend that you leave your daughter with your husband here. So you can come back. Can you come, come back. They'll say, be able to, yeah. they'll say, why did you all go on, on holiday? Yeah, you can explain. Yeah. yeah. You didn't go on holiday. I didn't go on holiday. But, so how did your daughter take it? I'm interested in how she responded while you were gone. Did she think she was really being left? No, because my husband spoke to her and I spoke to her about it. And she's and close with him enough that... Yes, she was close. And my husband's good. very hands-on. Because that could so, be traumatic if yeah. she thought she was being left. And like I said, those are really formative years. Exactly. Up until she's 12. And so she she took it quite well. I mean, I was more traumatized by it, to be honest, because she's got hair like me, very wild. How'd she respond when you came back? <laughs> I mean, we were all hugging each other for, it was like a movie for like 15 minutes at the airport because we were like Just separated. So yeah, so happy together because I thought to myself, <gasps> who yeah. knows what happens next? Uh, sure. And so that was good. You know, I mean... As I said, it was more traumatic for me in the end because my husband couldn't deal with her hair and so took us to the hairdresser. And she, next thing I, I'm looking at her in Zoom, she's got an afro. I'm like, Becca, what did Dad I do to your hair? Yeah. So that was a bit <laughs> traumatic. So how do you find Japan when you came here? You've been in Japan for how long now? Dece I got here January 20. January 20. Yes, yeah, so 18 months. January 20. 2020. 2020. Yeah. Okay, so just so it's been 18 months. Now. 18 months exactly. So how have you found? How do you find Japan? What do, first of all, where have you lived as a family prior to Japan? As okay. a family. As a family. So we started off in Switzerland. That's where we're from. Okay. 
and then um, we moved to Australia, Sydney. Okay. And we were there for four years. And then my husband got a job in South Korea, and I said I didn't really want to go to South Korea. And it was meant to be sort of a secondment, so we didn't know how long it was going to be. I said, well, I'm not coming for a short secondment, you go and I'll be with the kids. And I stayed on in, in Sydney with the kids, and he was um, in, Australia, uh, in South Korea in Seoul. For how long? Then he ended up being there for two and a half years. <laughs> we then went back to Switzerland because I said, I'm not going to Seoul. Um, I don't know why I didn't want to go to Seoul. don't know. Anyway. You probably um, read some things that made you know that it wouldn't be necessarily the nicest place for you to be. I think we went, I went there a couple of times with kids. Lot, yeah. And one thing struck me was the pollution. And where were you in Seoul? In Seoul, the pollution was, you know, there were days where you just couldn't, they said, you don't go out. Oh, air yeah, pollution, yeah, right? You're right. Yeah, you're right, of course. And I was there, my kids were with masks, and this was before COVID, right? And I was saying, put, leave your mask on, leave your mask on, leave your mask on. This is saying, danger, red sign, this is really mm -hmm. unhealthy. My kids were just refused. They just throw off the mask and run around, and you'd be like, chasing them to put this mask on. So that kind of was a turn off. I was like, you know what? I'm going to deal with this. And so I said, no, let's go back to Switzerland. And also the Sukhon wasn't also sure how long it was going to be. So I'm not going to come for just... So anyway, we ended up, kids and I, back to Switzerland. My husband commuted. We come every three weeks from Seoul back to Switzerland. Okay. And then... And then he got a job in, in Tokyo. And then we said, okay, listen, there's family. You wanted to come here? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I wanted the family to be get to when be made together you, But what made you want to come to Tokyo? Had you ever been here before? Yes. I've been to Tokyo before for work. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, because I used to be, I mean, when I was working, I used to be a global, it's called global business leader, which is like a brand director for a pharmaceutical company um, okay. for an oncology medication to treat breast right. cancer. So how, long, how, how many times had you been here? I think I've been here twice. I stayed okay. at this Western Hotel. And how long, how long did you stay each time? Was it like... Not long, four days. Four days and days, stuff. Yeah. Did you get to go around and see a couple of things? You went and to Shibuya for sure. Yeah, I went here. I stayed this hotel, the Western, right. here. And there's a there's a shopping mall near here. That's right, 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 of course, yeah. Yeah, and then I went to that shopping mall. Um, and then, where else did we go? I can't remember. But now. still, you, you were impressed with what you saw. Yeah, so I, I was. I could do this. Yeah, I mean, and, and I was quite, it was, what was, um, I was sort of thinking, yeah, I could do Tokyo. Okay. And um, my husband also felt that, oh, it would be nice for the kids. It was a German school. And we said, that's okay, right, we'll, right. and. So we kind of thought, no, that's fine. We'll come to we'll come to Tokyo, and then we came, and the kids, you know, they loved it. And the thing away. is, you told me last time that you actually have a house, and a lot of people don't have homes here. Yeah. Your house, and you have a garden too. Yeah, I mean, but it's, how, it's yeah, a Japanese style, right? It's Japanese style. It's still modest. I mean, it's not a palatial. I know, but, but sometimes, um, yeah. Um, but it's for me. I was shocked that we'd have a, a house, house at all. At all. You thought you'd be in an apartment. In an apartment, and that it'd have a garden was just like blown away so yeah uh, that was are you surprised. using your garden yes often we, what have, you? we have barbecues every in the summer or but spring are you growing anything or you we, oh, the, <laughs> my daughter's anything or? my daughter's growing sunflowers so she's there just this yeah sprouting already and we, we barbecue every saturday evening saturday right? or sunday as a family or you have as guests? a family and we have guests yeah often yeah so you have to come but you have a lot of foreigners around you in your area? yes it's a bit of a Wait, german where, 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 where do you live Den and Chofu. Then it, oh, okay, I know, okay, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. that's not bad. Yeah. That's really that used to be the Beverly Hills of yeah, Japan, of yeah, Tokyo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was the place to be. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're very happy to be there. And the you kids, like it, yeah. yeah, because also there's the you know a lot of German. And you have the lake. I mean, you have the river coming right yeah, between exactly, you, right exactly. on the other so side. You're and there. you can run out there and do yeah, everything. Exactly, do you exactly. have pets? 
<gasps> That's a sore point. My okay, kids want a dog. My but husband you don't wants want, a dog. You don't want pets. I don't want any. Okay, pets. Right. So make out a goldfish. All right. Or, or a bird, maybe? <laughs> no. Okay, no. Goldfish. Goldfish. Something really easy to contain. Really easy to contain. Yeah, really <laughs> <laughs> you I see one or two floating on top of me down there. I'm cool with that. Yeah. So, okay, so you came to Japan. You, you love, do you still feel the same way? Do you still enjoy it? Have you enjoyed the 18 months you've been here? Outside of the COVID. <sighs> I wish I could. I plan to do so much more, and I right, haven't that's done right. you came at this, as much. You came right at COVID. You sure yeah. did. I plan to learn Japanese. Homeschooling paid paid to that. I planned to just explore a lot, and a lot of museums are closed. Mm -hmm. You couldn't really go that far. I mean, yeah. So that's been a bit of a disappointment. Saying that, though, my husband who's Swiss is a bit of an intrepid traveller, so he's taken us all over Japan. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so you've been from been, yeah, to Hokkaido. Yeah, we've been to Hokkaido. Shikoku. Uh, I think so. Okay. Um, Kyushu. I can't remember. Okay, Okinawa. Okinawa, yes. Okay, Okinawa well, twice. Yeah, he's taken, taken, okay. taken us round. You yeah, know. Yeah. And, That's um, good. So we've seen we've seen a lot. Where else did we go that I thought was actually lovely? Um, Onsens. Yes, I, I think like we went to Hakuba. Then we went to Onsens there. Hakuba. Okay. There was a. Hakuba. Yeah. Yeah, and then we went in the second one. Hakuba. Hakuba. Yeah. Hakuba. Um, and then we went skiing, skiing then Hakuba took me in, in the second in Hokkaido. Okay. And um, you, like, you, you're, you like to ski? Yeah, I mean, my husband's Swiss, right? <laughs> but that doesn't mean you like to ski. You yeah, like to ski? Yeah, okay. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, because I went skiing and I liked everything. Yeah, in Japan? Yeah, okay. that's the only place I've ever been skiing. Okay. And I went there when I was a teacher at the American school okay. and they convinced me to go. And I kept on falling on my side. And one of the women said, Lance, you know how to roller skate? I said, yeah. She said, pretend like you're on roller skates. Yeah. I started flying down the side and stuff like that. Then my skis got stuck and I ran, I ran over everybody. I tried to stop like everybody else. The only thing I didn't like about skiing at that time, this is in the 70s, they didn't have the kind of insulation stuff they have now. My lips yeah. got so cool I couldn't talk. Yeah. It was horrible. My fingers almost got frostbite, my toes. It was horrible. That's the only thing I didn't like. But outside that, I enjoyed going down the slope. All that sitting in this thing, waiting and freezing to death. You can do that? Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, yeah, the equipment's much better than it used to be. I have cousins, I have cousins that they ski. There's a whole black ski group. And I saw them here one time. They always they used to come here every year to do <laughs> Japan. They sure did. Not my cousin, but that same group. group right. And they'd well. come here and I'd see them every now and then. There'd be about a hundred or more black people here from the States wow. skiing. Wow. Um, yeah, I think they still do, but because of COVID, everything's slowed no, down. No, because of COVID, there's nobody on so, the So you, you want to get involved in everything. So you also remember, I met you at the club, of course, yeah, yeah. and that's a perk to be able to have that as a springboard in Japan. Just imagine being here and not having access to that. That would be a nightmare. I don't know how people cope without facilities like the Well, you have a bunch of or, people like that. The, if you're that German enclave, you're the only people that belong to the American club, probably. In that yes. Area. So how are they coping? Well, they're not amused. <laughs> they're not amused. And you take them in, you don't add insult to, to injury to you by bringing them to the club every now and then. Well, I would love to, you know, because I said to them. You can't now. No, because I can now, but um, I think my children go swimming at the, at the TAC and um, a lot of people want to teach their children how to swim and there's not very, Japan doesn't really have this. They do, but you need to speak Japanese. Yeah, exactly. That's it. You, need to speak you can Japanese. do it, but you've got to be able to speak Japanese. Exactly. So, um, uh, an environment where you have English speaking trainers. Yeah. No, you're not going to find that. No, you're going to find that. In a nice pool. No. You know, yeah. Not without paying the big bucks. That's, yeah. So, <laughs> they're kind of like a bit miffed about that. And the plan had been that I would 
take some kids and weird because you could bring them as guests but that Kobe came and then you were only allowed unless you were a member kids you were allowed yeah they started doing that because um, yeah things like the TAC Google Maps mm -hmm. Google Translate I mean um, Amazon, Amazon JP. I mean, right. I became Amazon's best friend, best customer. During that time, yeah, I think so. That, I mean, you, didn't do, you didn't do eBay? No, eBay I'm not well? on eBay. No, eBay I'm not on eBay. Um, but um, Amazon, I mean, it's really good. I know, you can get everything. Yeah. Even even Afro hair products. On yeah, can Amazon. you imagine that they started off only dealing with books? Amazon was only books. books. Now you can get anything. anything. Like you said, your hair care, your hair care products, everything. everything. So wow. that's kind of. So, you, how much longer do you think you'll be here? How long is your husband going to be? Um, well, the plan is until 2022, end of. October, that's, not long. that's not, that's not long. long. That's not long. That's not long. You, Another you, 18 months, basically. You're going to ask him to extend or anything? You want to. I am you? not the one who makes the decision. No, you trap. You're right. You're right. <laughs> no, I mean, the company mm. makes the decision. Mm, yeah, okay. <laughs> well, I just. But if, we, you, if, if you, you if you kind of whisper in his ear, <laughs> You'll end up seeing. You know, I said to him one one thing that is great is that um, for me, children's education is really quite important. Yes. And here, it's just been so easy despite COVID. The school, mm -hmm. when it's functioning uh, as That's it true. is, you know, very supportive. The kids are really, you know, they're making academic progress, and you're at ease. That's what I like about the expat community, yeah. Joe. The fact that you have people from all over the world, and they don't expect you to be anyone but who you are. Yeah. You don't have to acclimate anything here. Yeah, exactly. You can't be Japanese. Yeah. So they're really happy to find out what you, you know, where yeah, you're from, exactly, what you're like. Exactly. And I can embrace that. But if yeah. you go back, I know. Yeah. It's going to be different. They, they know you belong here. It's different. It in is. America and in Europe. It's very, yeah, it's very, very different. Very, very, and even very my different. husband acknowledged it. I said, listen, it's, you know, everybody here, different. we're yeah. all foreign here. That's the one thing that unites you. Exactly, exactly. You're exactly. not Asian. Okay. I mean, I can't get over how orderly it is. It's really quite, it's, 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 it's disconcerting, but in a pleasant way. Have you ever lost anything here yet? Oh, my son lost his wallet. Okay, so what did you think when that happened? <laughs> how long had you been here when that had happened? Oh, it only happened about a couple of months ago. And I was really cross with him because he went shopping when he shouldn't have gone shopping without telling me in Chigoka. I mean, it's not, you know, it's, okay, it's right. confronting. He has to cross a, you know, a few big roads. He said, well, I knew he'd say no, so I went anyway. I was like, what? He's got that Nigerian yeah, blood. Right. So I was like, the boy's wild. So, <laughs> anyway, um, so then I say to him, where's your wallet? Because I always say to him, don't ever take your wallet with you because it all has your pocket money in it. It has, I don't know, quite a, quite a lot of money, 100,000, I don't know, 200,000? No, um, wait, 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 wait. No, no, hundred, no I'm, wait, I'm, I'm, I'm counting zeros. A thousand zeros. yen, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Or you know, 10,000 yen. 10,000 yen okay, or 20,000 right. yen. That's it. 10, right. 20, because it that would be equivalent to that would be equivalent to $20, $20, $20, yeah. Which is not unnormal here. Yeah. Well, it's not unnormal here, but it's still I understand, but go on. Don't take the whole wallet with you. Take what you need, which should be 1,000 or 2,000 mm -hmm. and leave the rest. Right. Did you listen? He took the whole thing. Came back, he'd bought himself some of these little cars. Okay, He's a car freak. The cars, the little mini yoga. Okay. Does he race them? Or does he? He has model cars, or these yeah, are model type? cars. Model cars. Okay, okay. So he um he bought himself a model car. And came home and said, "That's eh, what I'm like, oh. I said, "Where's your wallet?" And he goes, "There's no wallet." I was like, "Right, you've lost it." And then he was like, "Oh, so where am I gone?" And then the next day, I said, "Listen, this is Japan. Let's ask Dad to take you to the police station. Maybe you'll, you'll find it." And he was like, "With the money and the wallet in it." 
You did to the police station reported it? It was found. With the money in it. <laughs> With the away. money in it? Yes. Everything was in it. But see, that's that is not unusual here. I know that's not unusual that's here. That's not unusual. Here. <laughs> this that's is not, like mind blowing. Like, some people don't understand why that's not unusual here. When I first came to Japan, they had a policy, and it was more of a courtesy. You didn't have to do this. Let's say, and everything was in cash. Credit was mm -hmm. not even. Mm -hmm. No one even thought of credit mm -hmm. during when I came in, in the seventies. They used to carry, especially when they had pay taxes like that, hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of yen. And it wouldn't be unusual for every year to hear about someone left their bag full of $200,000 in it. <laughs> what people did, if they returned that, is customary. I think it's, t Mika, was it 10%? I think so. Yeah. 10% you customarily give to the person for whatever amount you had in it. And if they didn't come and pick it up within, what was it, a month or something? A couple of months. A couple of months, it's yours. Anyway, clear and free, not taxed at all. That became yours. Oh, there's something we should talk about too. You have a clothing line. Oh yeah, that's a That you didn't wear this time, and maybe I, I can... did. I am. I'm rep. I always oh, wear my brand. Oh my so... goodness, girl, the bling comes constantly. <laughs> I'm always wrapping my brand. So, remember I said to you what my brand is about is about mixing. African wax fabric with contemporary yes. fabric. So this is African wax with contemporary shirty. The collar and the and the collar yeah. and the sleeves, yeah. okay. The, the cuffs, the collar stand. So you're really big into black and white. Well, not necessarily. But really there's black easy and white. ones that match yeah. stuff yeah. Like, to make yeah, yours so. pop. Yeah, exactly. So I'm sort of you know into sort of using a little bit of spice to you know liven things up. If you How like. long have you had your brand? Since 2013. What made you decide to go into this? Okay, um, I've been working in pharma, I think 13 years then, I was traveling a lot, then I had my son, and I just realized that traveling and a little baby, you know, was just not really very compatible, because the sort of traveling I was talking about was not unusual to be in six continents in six weeks, so, you know, I could be in, you wow. know. New York one week, the next week you could be in Tokyo. You could but your job, like, when you know, came there, was to do what? You told me before, when um, you got there, you were... So what a global brand director does is, you're responsible for the marketing for a particular brand globally. Right, right. And what you do is you coordinate the effort so that the marketing campaigns are aligned, that we, in pharma or in, in when you're trying to sell drugs at that level, what mm -hmm. happens is that it's, it's data-driven. So. When I say data-driven, you have right, to yeah. prove to physicians that your particular drug does what it says in clinical mm -hmm, trials. Mm -hmm. So you coordinate these clinical trials to make sure we're doing the right studies. You know, in Japan it might be, you know, we need to look at maybe women that are, I'm just giving a very simple example, right, right, right. women that um, have a specific form of breast cancer. And they say, oh, well, that's a similar situation in France. Okay, should we do a global study, including patients from all these countries? Or should we just focus on Asian patients in that that particular population? Okay, okay. So you sort of coordinate all that. Um, that's why you can move around so much. Yeah, that's why I have so to if you have some hot drug or something, you yeah. need to make sure everybody's on the same page. Yes, exactly, exactly. Wow. Exactly, exactly. So how'd you find at the at the beginning? I bet you thought it was real fun. Yes. And then after a while, after about the fifteenth hotel, <laughs> <laughs> you're like, ooh. And the food, you said, wait, why do they have the same thing every place? Yeah. yeah. I mean, that was it. Was in the beginning really good, yeah. and then. I remember, you know, got married, and, you know, trying to have kids and traveling so much became a real challenge. You're like, you know, how Both do you Both of you must definitely up? want to have kids. Yeah, exactly. Both of you must definitely want to have kids. So, 
you know, I thought I was, I couldn't keep this up. And then I got pregnant and I had my son and then I thought, you know, I, can't, I just can't, I can't go back to what I was doing and before. You said, and your husband was cool with that, you said? Yeah, and then around that time, you know, I got this job in Australia, so I was going to have to follow him anyway. And I was thinking, what can I do for myself? So I started this brand and then I started it and then he got the job in Australia and I went with him and I've just sort of kept it up. Even there. though? Even though, because a lot of it is, I say, remote. It's on the internet and online. So, what do you get store. your. So, oh, so, oh, I got you. But what about your material? How'd so, you, I mean, how'd you that's, source that's that? a challenge. That's a challenge. That's yeah, how did you source that? Because basically, I design, um, I source my materials from mainly in Europe, um, Italy, mm -hmm. and then the African wax fabric is also Europe, which is another story altogether. Um, and then the manufacturers in Italy, so I have to coordinate with everyone. Um, that can be a challenge, especially because you're relatively small, you know, you know, I'll make yeah, 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 yeah. 100 and by so. or 200 and they want me to be making 2,000 or 3,000. That's been a bit of a challenge. It's hard but to scale up, yeah. It's hard to scale up. Um, mm -hmm. But, you know, I have some small manufacturers I work with and, mm -hmm. and it's been fine. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's good. So, that's good. So you're enjoying it? Yeah, I do. I enjoy it. It's my creative side, you know. It right. tends to be a lot slower because I just, and I, and I like it that way. My husband says, oh, maybe you should hire this person. I'm like, you know what? I don't need that right now. Um, you know I'll they wait, to be, yeah, right. Yeah, I'll wait until the kids are really uh, finished yeah. primary school. So you can yell at your employees properly. <laughs> <laughs> and your son won't get upset and say, Mommy, what is that? I'm talking about this guy. He didn't do anything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's interesting. So where do you see yourself when you leave Japan, if you leave in 2022? I guess go back to Switzerland. Is that where he's thinking he might end up being? Yeah, I mean, my husband is thinking, you know, he wants... Yeah, I don't know. He. I have a cousin that lives in Switzerland, uh, but uh, she lives in a little village. It's called um, Scroll. 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 Is that Switzerland? It's right on the border of Switzerland. Scroll, Italy. Italy. Italy, right on the northern yeah, yeah, border. So of no, 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 and no, she's no, in a little village. Yeah. So, as I said, you know, I have this clothing brand. I'll just tell you a little bit about it. Mm -hmm. um, it's called Reina de Santiago, which means the Queen of Santiago. Why did um, you name it that? Come on, well, that's this is we have time. Is <laughs> that's we, a, that's are you story. in a hurry? Okay, no, 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 hurry. Okay, so why did I call the Queen of Santiago? What had happened was um, I did the pilgrimage to Santiago, Santiago de Compostela. By yourself? I did by myself. I did it. Um, How old were you when you did this? I must have been 40. I was, tr I was trying to get pregnant. I decided, right, I'm going to go for this. But you were married? I was married. I was married. I was married. And you went on this pilgrimage by yourself? Because I said, you know what? This, you know, getting pregnant is, you know, is, is, is a bit dramatic. But are you I Catholic? Really? You know, I was Christian Catholic and brought up Anglican, so I consider myself a Christian. Okay. So I did the pilgrimage. I thought, you know, I need to really pray about this. I want to have children, and that had always been on my mind. But, you know, for whatever reason, you work, 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 and then life. I didn't meet my husband until I was 36, okay, okay, okay. blah, blah, blah. And All he right. wanted to have kids straight away. And I was like, no, nah, not yet. Blah, okay. blah, blah. Anyway. Okay. So then I thought, oh my gosh, I'm hitting 40. And no kids, what's going on? Don't say that, yeah, yeah. So then I thought, you know what, I'm just going to take some time out. And I did this pilgrimage and I prayed a lot in that uh, pilgrimage. And it took me, I went my bicycle. So I cycled from a place south of France called Jouy, what's it called? Saint Jean Pied de Port. And then you cycle across the Pyrenees up and down. And then you go into across Spain to Santiago de Compostela. What kind of time was this? What time frame I did was this? I, I did it in two weeks and I did it in spring. So it was raining a lot when I went. And you were staying where? <laughs> that, was, that was another question because um, I I was staying initially at nice hotels. I mean, they weren't expensive because okay. it's you know, very rural France, very rural Spain. 
um, $100 and $920. Not expensive, but you know, comfortable. And using and, your credit card? Yeah, using credit card. Okay. So and then, as I was, you know, doing that, and then I, I thought, I, I noticed that other pilgrims would meet each other meet up along the way and I've noticed people have this camaraderie and I didn't have that because I was staying in these nice hotels because there are dormitories where you can stay okay. where it costs 10 euros a night and you get breakfast included you know? mm -hmm. I thought okay let me try a dormitory so I stayed in a couple of dormitories and got to know you know other fellow what should I say um, pilgrims, Pilgrim, pilgrims right. and that was also very interesting and um, yes yeah, so I stayed in these you know really cheap hostels or dormitories what language were you speaking Spanish, Spanish, say, most, yeah. of time, Spanish okay. most of the time. Did anyone speak English? Yes. All walks of life. I met loads oh, of people. I oh, met everyone. loads of people. Okay. German, French, everywhere. you know, everywhere um, along the way. And everybody had their story to tell and everybody had their experience. But, you know, I was on my own. And then I got to Santiago, you know, really prayed all along the way, had lots of contemplative moments or pensive moments when I was just me and God, if you like. And, um,. Got to Santiago, prayed some more, and then I came back. Uh, and then I think I got pregnant literally four or five months after that. Um, so it worked. So, because somehow that pilgrimage, as I said, I was really speaking in tongues, shall we speak, along the way. But um, mm. yeah, so I got pregnant. And then yeah. um, I remember thinking, oh, you know, my son Joshua arrived, and he's called Santiago, so he's called Joshua Santiago Babato Melores. So I, I, I gave him a name for Santiago. And I was oh. thinking about my brand. I was thinking, I need to find a name. I need to find a name. And I went through so many names. Um, and I thought, oh, what name? And I thought, oh, you know what? Was there anything on the... I thought, why don't I call it something to do with the pilgrimage? It seemed to have shaped my journey, you know, with Joshua. So I thought, oh, why don't I call it the Ranger Santiago? I'd been through so many names. But I'd gone to copyright, check, everything. And every name that I came up with... Was either gone, oh, so already taken. So I said, oh, Reina de Santiago, which means the Queen of Santiago in Spanish. And it was still available. Oh, that's that good. Yeah, Registered it, and that became the, the is brand that also, name. Do you have a website? Yeah, I have a website. And and what is Reina it? de Santiago, which is Reina, which is Queen, R-E-I-N-A. A, which is like the resident. Yeah, yeah de Santiago. Um, and yeah, website. Uh, dot com? Dot com, yes. Reina de Santiago. Okay. Com, yeah. Joe, thank you so much for doing this. Well, thank you very much for that. Yes, actually inviting me. It was fun. No, no, no. I mean, I knew when I mentioned that I had to, if I had a podcast, I'd have to have you on it. <laughs> thank you. That's so very much. sweet to say. <laughs> I want to thank all of you for watching this. And please make sure you press like, subscribe, and leave a comment. And remember, it's all on loan and continue to reach for the stars. Thank <laughs> you.